Let's pray. Faithful God, sanctify us by your word and spirit so that we may glorify you in the company of all the saints through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first reading this morning is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 25 through 32. Listen carefully. There's some really good advice here. Therefore, after you have gotten rid of lying, each of you must tell the truth to your neighbor, because they are parts of each other in the same body. Be angry without sinning. Don't let the sun set on your anger. Don't provide an opportunity for the devil. Thieves should no longer steal. Instead, they should go to work, using their hands to do good so that they will have something to share with whoever is in need. Don't let fall words come out of your mouth. Only say what is helpful when it is needed for building up the community so that it benefits those who hear what you say. Don't make the Holy Spirit of God unhappy. You were sealed by the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption. Put aside all bitterness, losing your temper, anger, shouting, and slander, along with every other evil. Be kind, compassionate, and forgiving to each other in the same way God forgave you in Christ. We continue this morning with our Ten Commandments series with number nine, all the way to number nine. In Exodus chapter 20, our commandment is in verse 16, but I'm going to read through the Ten Commandments again as a reminder of where we are in the order of the commandments. Then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You must have no other gods before me. Do not make an idol for yourself, no form whatsoever, of anything in the sky above or the earth below or in the waters under the earth. Do not bow down to them or worship them, because I, the Lord your God, am a passionate God. I punish children for their parents' sins, even to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But I am loyal and gracious to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. Do not use the Lord your God's name as if it were of no significance. The Lord won't forgive anyone who uses his name that way. Remember the Sabbath day and treat it as holy. Six days you may work and do all your tasks, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Do not do any work on it, not you, your sons or daughters, your male or female servants, your animals, or the immigrant who is living with you. Because the Lord has made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything that is in them in six days, but rested on the seventh day. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother so that your life will be long on the fertile land that the Lord your God is giving you. Do not kill. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not testify falsely against your neighbor. The word of God for the people of God. My examples with the kids were pretty ridiculous. My hair being green. I'm aware it's not green today. 
I cannot run 100 miles an hour. That's not even something I could put a plan together to even try to do. I can't lift a car. These statements seem pretty innocent. They're just for illustrative purposes, but they are technically lies. I was lying about myself in this instance. Lying about what I'm capable of, lying about how I look. But we come to the ninth commandment, and the topic of lying or bearing false witness comes up. Remember, these commandments were given to this new community that was going into the promised land of how they were to live with one another. What were the things that were going to govern them as a community? And lying against your neighbor is a pretty important one. We've all lied. It happens. Maybe unintentionally, maybe intentionally, but we've all done it. Does anyone fish here? lied about how big of a fish you caught that just happened to get away? I'm sure that's never happened. Or maybe the buck that you saw that you just couldn't get a shot on, but it was the biggest thing you've ever seen. Especially if you're gathering together to tell stories and someone says they caught a big fish and well, you've got to one-up them and say, no, 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 I caught a bigger fish. All of that is in good fun, but it's technically lying. I mean, if we're really getting down to nuts and bolts of it. But we've all lied. We've all probably lied about somebody else at some point. And we don't feel good after we do it. It kind of eats away at us on the inside. But we also don't often go and ask for forgiveness either. We don't admit it. We don't say we're sorry. Lying can destroy a community. And that's why this commandment is here for the people. Because lying is that destructive. As someone who's now worked in churches for a while, one of the most destructive forces that moves through a church is gossip. Oh, we love gossip. Everybody loves learning that little juicy tidbit about somebody else. But in a community of faith like this, it can be destructive. Gossip spreads fast, and you can't kind of get in front of it and counteract it. Gossip's just a fancy word for lying. But God knew and Moses knew and the elders as they set up this this new community how destructive it was. And if there's anything we've learned in the last five years, probably more than that, is this seems to be rampant in our culture. Social media has made it so easy to lie. And we call it different things. We call it misinformation. 
or an alternative fact. Didn't know what an alternative fact was until recently. But it's gotten so easy to spread lies. We don't even think before we do it because it's so easy to just hit that share button without checking it out first. And it's just fed into division amongst us. I believe this is one of the commandments because God knows that we all have it within us, the power to destroy each other. We all have it within us, the power to destroy one another by telling lies, by bearing false witness against our neighbors. We can destroy careers. We can destroy someone's life through the telling of lies. And it happens. It happens. Sometimes it happens through someone being accused of a crime that they didn't commit. And then no amount of evidence that's presented will convince people that they're innocent. It comes in many forms. But we all have that power. And with that power comes responsibility. We have to be bearers of the truth in this world. We are called to the truth. To speak the truth. To live out the truth in our lives. And we can't both be bearers of the truth and be complicit in lies that spread. It just doesn't work. So I read this commandment, and remember, we are not the people who heard these commandments. We are not bound to these commandments under the weight of the law. But I do think these commandments still speak to us and to the problems that we face to the problems of our culture and our community. Maybe no more so than lying. And if we, as followers of Christ, are going to go out into the world and speak the truth of who God is, who we are, who Christ is, then only the truth should come out of our mouth, or we betray that truth. So as we hear these words today, words spoken thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, take them to heart. Search yourself and recognize if you carry the burden of speaking falsely against someone. Seek their forgiveness. Seek God's forgiveness. Commit and recommit yourselves to being bearers of the truth in all things in all circumstances. Take the time to pause and know that what you say and do is truthful and speak out against lies. Speak out in favor of the truth when confronted with them. Friends, this may be the hardest commandment to live out. Because breaking it's so easy. 
but this is vital to our work as a church. This is vital to our, our being as followers of Christ and to our witness to the world of who God is. So take that to heart. Take the power that you possess seriously and choose truth. Amen. Okay.